welcome to the very first episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. Yeah. With me, Shorn, and my very good friend and co-host, Kevin Hill. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Coast to Coast podcast number one. Yeah. Amazing. Um, we have here with us Wilson today. Wilson, you want to say anything? Yeah, he's a chatterbox. Hi, Wilson. <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs> All right. Um, how are you doing today? Me? Yeah, you. you were <laughs> listeners to aren't going to answer back. I'm gonna I don't give let, a fuck what they're talking about. I'm just going to let them imagine you were talking to them for a second. <laughs> I'm all good. Today was a nice day. It was a Today nice was day. It was a really sweet day. One of those days that you want to put in the memory bank and hold on to for a while. Yeah, that was a, that was a really nice one. On a local day. A day where you don't even really leave your neighborhood, but you still have a great time. Yeah, we, I think uh, uh, before we talk about our day, um, we are drinking. We're going to have a themed drink every week. Um, our, the drink of the day is Dark and Stormy. For those of you that don't know what that is. Um, Go to hell. Yeah, you should just die. <laughs> That's uh, a bit extreme. <laughs> <laughs> a Dark and Stormy is. <laughs> yeah, Dark and Stormy is rum, lime, and uh, ginger beer. And uh, we'll talk more about this later in this episode, but um, it's the drink that started it all. Our crazy adventures. For real. Yeah. We drank a lot of rum, I think. Uh, more than most humans would consume in a lifetime. You know how it, it, it did start our relationship, but for me, it started in Fiji. Right. And that I was kind of the gateway for it. That was the gateway. Absolutely. I remember going to Fiji and discovering Fijian rum, and that was a... Um, turning point yeah for better or for worse that was in a, sickness and in health as yeah. they say but but <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for you to finish i don't have anything um so that's what we're drinking today um we'll talk more about that later um back to what we did today we went out to judgy judgy orem yeah we did norm there with um, Kevin's wife, Jenny. Shout out to Jenny. Hey, Jenny. <laughs> and the kids. Are you having a nap? <laughs> <laughs> um, Bibi and Shishi, beautiful little girls. Um, we climbed up. What did we do? We hit up the spot in the secret car park and we climbed up. I think it's about 300 meters up, which isn't too much of an elevation, but, you know, gets the sweat going. The sun was out. The best part of today was let's talk about our plant identification apps, oh, was, which I we cracked were, out. I thought today. you were going to say the best part of the day is when you forgot our lunch. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? That mad dash down the Orem in flip flops to get the picnic from the boot to the car and then run back up. That was that was a good workout. I earned that sandwich. <laughs> so, a um, um, little background: we packed a bit of lunch at Kevin's house, and then we drove to Chaji, and then I think halfway up. Uh, we were trying to look for a place to eat. Kids were getting hungry and re realized no one actually had the food with them. <laughs> so Kevin ran down to the Orem. I'm sure it was a lovely run down. It was a lovely run. I even turned Strava on just to get some kudos from all you <laughs> losers out there who give kudos for everything you do. God damn. Yeah, don't fuck with Kevin on his Strava. You'll get in trouble. Well, you know, let's not go there yet. No, let's not, keep okay, that for later. Okay. That always ends up in me sending an apology message to five people the day after. I mean, I've become a professional apologist at this point. I'd say you're pretty good at it. 
Yeah, but it's not something we should continue. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Next topic. <laughs> yeah, we did the Joji Orum. That was really nice. Went up, had a few sandwiches. Uh, Kevin's good sandwiches. Very good. Kevin's really good. cooking game has gone from Thank you. zero to Thank very you. high. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Do you want to give a shout out to some of the dishes that you know I make well? Um, kimchi jjigae. He was fishing for that one. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that came first. <laughs> That started out with my mom. Uh, my mom and I, we make kimchi every year and we make big batches for us. But um, she loves to send kimchi to Kevin and his family every year, every time we make it. And she sent, um, it must have been like 20 kilograms. It was an obscene amount of kimchi. <laughs> it, it looked like a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> So appreciated to Mom and Beck. Seriously. Shout like, out to Mom. Yes. <laughs> Never going to listen to the podcast ever. Miss <laughs> Beck, if you are listening to this, why? But thank you for all that kimchi. Because that has gone to a good home and it is truly appreciated. And um, if you've not made a kimchi jjigae yet, anybody out listening, you got to get on it. Because it's really simple, really nutritional, and you can store it. You can cook it. You can freeze it. You can enjoy that. It's one of those great foods that you'll just come back to over and over again. Oh yeah, it's the ultimate Korean comfort food. Pure. I mean, if I mean the for those of you that don't know what we look like, Kevin is very tall British person and he's making kimchi jjigae at home. So, I mean, I'm not saying he can't cook, but if he can do it, watching a YouTube video, come on, step up. Make yourself a kimchi jjigae, get some comfort in you. And do it with the pairing of the chicken and mushroom soup. Oh, yeah. That right? was a we, good, we discovered you know, that, didn't we? Hey, life is all about balance, man. About balance. Who said that? Who's like Hannibal Burris? <laughs> I'm not going to make Are you going to do an impression of <laughs> no. him? I know you want to. You're dying to. Uh, uh, check out Hannibal Burris. He's a great comic. He's got some really cool stuff on his um, wherever you can find him. Um, Should we leave the food alone and come back to it? Because people are probably going to get hungry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will be. The kimchi jjigae is great. Um, what were we talking about before that? I, I just pushed you down that road because I, j- I was just fishing for food compliments. <laughs> but well, yeah. we were talking about sandwiches. Oh, yeah. The picnic. sandwiches were very good. I was, gonna, uh, yeah, I was saying that Kevin made some really good salad and some sandwiches today. Is this interesting to people? Of course it is. Really? Do we care? Probably not. <laughs> Hello. Are you interested? <laughs> Let us know. Uh, we have a Facebook page called Coast yeah, to drop Coast that. Jeju. Let them know they can talk to us. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Unless you're mental and we don't want to hear from you. Actually, we do want to hear Probably from the mental more people. We, want to hear from you. we don't want to talk to the angry people. Just keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we do have a Facebook page, a YouTube channel, and um, an email that you can send us for uh, whatever you want to say to us. And if you want to do a shout out to anyone for a birthday, whatever, you can find us at coasttocoastjeju at gmail.com. And it's the same for our YouTube coast channel to coast and Jeju. Coasttocoastjeju at gmail.com. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard that. That's really? news to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'll write it down. <laughs> and you can leave stuff on our, you can message us on our Facebook too. And uh, we'll find time to read it and uh, get back to you guys. Um, should we do uh, our first song break? Are we good for our first song break? Oh, the timer wasn't on, so we don't know. We don't know where we're at. 
Yeah. Well, we've introduced our drink of the day. Just a little recap here, like a real school teacher, just in case you <laughs> Kevin's zoned, a teacher. Just in case you zoned out, so are you. <laughs> in case you're one of those kids who needs extra help, here we go. Quick 20 second recap. We introduced ourselves. We told you about our day. Hey, you didn't drop the weather. You're going to do the weather update. Oh, right. That was okay. about We're to be do, your shtick. Uh, weather forecast. We don't have a... Weather with Sean. <laughs> well, we don't have a weather person, so I'm going to be the weather person. We do. Our eyes. <laughs> yeah, look outside. <laughs> you can do this at home. <laughs> Play along at home. Um, it's uh, really nice today. Although probably by the time you guys listen to this, uh, it won't. It'll be thunder, lightning, and you'll be depressed. Yeah, it's going to be rainy on Sunday. Today is April 18th. Mm-hmm. So the 19th, it's going to be uh, rainy. And the rest of the week is going to be sunny. Uh, great time to go outside with your family. Hit up Judge Orum. Yeah. Get, get that free rooms. plan app. That was oh, amazing. That was a nice one. It was so Talk much about fun that. today. Oh, the plan out was really cool. So there's about five of them on the Play Store. It was my friend Nick told me about it. Four of them are trash. Just download them all and you'll get one that's a good one. It's really cool. You take a picture of whatever you want, a tree, a plant, or a flower. A fruit. Too. I mean, a leaf flower, right? And you yeah. can you can get instant results and it tells you not only what the plant you took may have been, I mean, who knows percent accuracy, but it even suggests 10 or 12 related species of that plant. It's a really interesting yeah. way. Because if you're like me, I- I'm walking around with Lao Lao, Lao Lao, Jenny's mom. Lao Lao means grandma in Chinese, to those of you who don't know. And she's educated. She's a Chinese farmer. She knows what she's, she's looking like a at. pro forager. Oh, my goodness. Like, she'd be on your survival team. Oh, definitely. She wouldn't be your shooter. She'd be your botanist. And yeah. she knows what she's picking up. And I, I kind of felt ignorant all the time. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Your kids ask you, hey, dad, what's that? And you say, it's a tree. And they pointed another one that looks totally different and you say the same word. So it was really cool today to start that process of yeah. identifying your environment a little bit more. There was more effort today than actual knowledge gained, though, I will say, because okay. the app gives you all the names in Latin. And then you're just like, okay, this is sarsaparillus, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, we have no idea what this is. So, But it gives you a chance to uh, look it up on... Google, figure out what it actually is in layman's terms, and you know. True, you got to yeah, you got to do an after search. But the good thing is, it, it, having it in your hand, and maybe some people already do it. Maybe we're slow to the party here, but it forces. It doesn't force you, but it, you enjoy at that point taking a pick of it and discovering it. Whereas before, I, I, maybe it's just me, but I was, I'd just be too hasty and I'd just move on. Oh, I don't know what that plant You're is. You're also going like 80 kilometers an hour on your bike. <laughs> it's just a green blur at that point. <laughs> this app is not designed for cyclists. <laughs> Take a picture. It's just a fucking blur. <laughs> this app is for Ollie trail enthusiasts and garden people. Yeah, if you like to take it slow or you're yes. interested in uh, plants like us, into, you know, I mean, I'm really into cooking and Kevin's gotten into it. And um, I think it's a really great way to keep the chicken plug again. <laughs> How many times can we get it in over the show? We're going to do a counter of it. <laughs> Count at home. How many kimchi jigges do you yeah, hear? Yeah, let us know. Let us know the answer and we will buy you a beer. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a really great opportunity. If you have kids or a family, that's a good activity to do. 
definitely yeah, yeah. and uh it, i think the app may or may not tell you if it's edible if you're looking for stuff to cook with jenny didn't care Jenny was just like chomping down on all these plants. We yeah, were like, there is also the careful. easy way to find out. Just eat it and see if you die. Take someone who's brave with you and yeah, record the results and tell them it's edible. <laughs> <laughs> and text them three hours. Later. I hope she was making educated guesses. Oh, I think I think she's probably learned from her mom too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. She's yeah. she's not coming to this cult. So yeah, yeah. obviously it's different I mean, from when we start fucking <laughs> it, it goes without saying don't walk around judge your eating everything you see hey but what about the one we discovered the basil like oh yeah that was interesting you guys have got if you if you're interested in this at all good get up on judgy and there is a so much so much everywhere it's almost a tree it's not like something you need to go hunting for it's everywhere it's yeah. rife they're like little bushes yeah. of uh they look and smell like basil but they're a little glossier if you rub them between your fingers, you get that really pungent. Oh, that was basil crazy. Smell. That was perfume. It was beautiful. That's fantastic. Yeah. Georgiorum. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I was so tempted to put it in uh, the sandwich, but I didn't want to ruin the day with <laughs> food poisoning. I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> that could have ended miserably. Plus, we picked one out. We got a root, so we're going to grow it and see what happens. Yeah. And um, yeah, there we go. That was Georgiorum. Beautiful, beautiful place. That was excellent. For those of you who don't want to punish yourselves with eight hours of Halla bullshit, <laughs> Sean. Yeah, I... Um, Judgy is a great alternative because it takes one hour. Yeah, it was a really easy one hour, too. I mean, it's, it's even got napping stations where oh, you can definitely. lie down and somebody Oh, there's a nice out. pagoda if you go to the lookout. Decent. Decent. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. So, should we introduce our first song? Do you want to take this first one? Uh, yeah, um, actually, I think you should because uh, you introduced me to this artist, the fantastic Kurt Vile. Okay. Well, this song is called Rolling with the Flow. Yeah. And it's a cover, but it's a beautiful cover that, like all great covers, does it in a new way and creates it once again. The original song, do you know who it's by? Is by, um, keep talking, I'll Google it. Are you going to search? I am going to search. I mean, to me... I didn't know the original song. To me, the original song is by Kurt Vile. I only discovered it when I looked in the back of the CD case and it actually said cover. I was like, wow. It's by Charlie Rich. Who's Charlie Rich? Uh, the guy that originally is, is sang he, this. Is he famous? For, I don't for know. Other I don't, stuff? I, He's I, not a famous name to me. I mean, but. I didn't know this song before I hit, uh, heard it on Kurt Vile's album called uh, Bottle It In. I got Kevin this album for Christmas and it's Thank a you. really, really good album. Check it out. Um, the original is Rolling With The Flow, Charlie Rich from 77. Wow. Yeah, it's a great song. He looks and a bit like Steven Seagal. Doesn't he? He does, with like really nice white do you, hair. Do you know that Steven Seagal is a licensed sheriff? <laughs> Why? 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 <laughs> right, I mean for real. Not only is he an action legend of B-movie schlock. <laughs> does he carry his samurai sword with him when he's he goes on patrol? What's, what's that martial art where they use elbows all the time? Muay Thai? Yeah, he's... Maybe it's that. I'm not sure, but maybe it's another one. But he's a, he's a phenomenon. Like, he's got a cult B-movie following. He's a licensed... Of his town, he is the sheriff. You couldn't live in a safer place. Everyone thinks Jeju's safe. Go and live in Steven Seagal's town. 
what an absolute phenomenon. Cut you down for stealing the TV. Cut your fucking hands off with a samurai sword. You're done. <laughs> no more stealing for you. What a legend. So, Kurt Viles, rolling with the flow. Here we go. Let's let's enjoy. inside my head Four hours thirty I'd be dead But somehow on and on I go Okay, that was Rolling With The Flow by Kurt Vile. What a tune. Uh, we're moving on to a segment that uh, we're going to call Jeju News for now. Um, Kevin, you had something that came up to you? Okay, so maybe you guys have seen this already. We shouldn't call it news. Maybe we can call it olds. Jeju goings-ons. Jeju occurrences or happenings. Or, right. Yeah. Everyone knows about the military base. Yeah. Right? The one in Musselpo or Not the else? one in Musselpo. That's an interesting story too. You know who's going to go there. Do you know his real name? I know you know he's a footballer, but do you know his real name? Park. What? 
Song Min. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually impressed you, you got through that. <laughs> it's uh, surprising because I know zero about any sports. <laughs> <laughs> so Park Sung Min from Tottenham, who got out of the um, military service two years because he's a football star, World Cup player, he's coming to Jeju to do his military service. Wow. Yeah, the you know. The star of Tottenham. He's a really damn good player. Everyone thinks he's really cool. I mean, he did have a crazy incident a couple of months ago. He got a bad red card, but he kind of said sorry for it. What did he do? You know, just a bad tackle. Okay. I know nothing about those. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done one. Never. Never, never, never. Kevin would never hurt anyone on the So, I mean, you know, he is coming to Jeju. Kevin is the most gentle. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, just ask my teammates. They'll back me up. Yeah, if you're you're playing against Kevin, um, make sure, you know, make sure you stay close to him. Try and uh, take the ball as much as you can. <laughs> You're making me sound like some mentalist. That's not fair. That's an inaccurate portrait. For one that seems apt in the current climate of my name. But um, well, we won't go into that. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jeju military service, from what I've heard from my Jeju friends and people that um, have done their services in Jeju is pretty laid back. Okay. Because, I mean, you're literally on an island, like, not much goes on. And, you know, basic. Ah, basic that's what you think. Is there any. I can blow your theory out the water. Really? To use a military idiom. <laughs> you think you think it's safe on Jeju? Have you heard about the farmers who are walking onto military bases to collect vegetables? So dangerous. Boom. Oh my Welcome God. to Jeju. <laughs> Those fucking farmers. So there's a military base way down past Sogi, way past Sogi Post. Um, Sugipo Sea, right? And it's like, it's massive. It's the one, maybe you've been past it, guys. You've been, we've been past it. It's where they have all the uh, protest village. You know, like there's, they have the outside mass, the outdoor priests. Oh, you mean the, um, the ones for the April 3rd incident? Or is it something else? No, it's not connected to that. It's a village where they built a huge naval base that... And the naval base is controversial because it welcomes U.S. soldiers and U.S. ships. Right. And they didn't want it on the island, Jeju's yeah. Peace Island. Why do we want a military base? But right, they right. built it anyway. Any, a few weeks ago, and it's continued to this day, a bunch of local farmers decided they liked the look of the vegetables <laughs> being grown on the military base land. Oh, so it's in the base. Dug through the fence, went inside, and started to poach the vegetables. And this what? has not only happened on Jeju. If you've gone Korean News, Korean Herald... Korean Herald, which is a great place to get some Korean news in English if you're struggling for it. It seems like a lot of the Korean bases, they are too chilled out. They've had loads of intrusions where people are going on and poaching their vegetables. North Korea is not what we need to be spending our government budget on. No, you need to be scared of Peter Rabbit stealing your carrots. <laughs> Those are, they must be some good-ass carrots if they're digging through They're military carrots. <laughs> beefed up so the crazy thing is in the wake of this in the the result of all of this um numerous numerous cases not only on jeju but jeju i've cycled past it it's massive it's scary the boats are like something from a movie like you do not want to dig through that fence to go in it's like the reverse shawshank like why are you doing that i mean if those carrots are that tasty (laughs) There's nothing stopping you. What are they going to do? They're going to shoot fucking cannons at you. <laughs> well, I don't know what they do. Maybe they, they arrest should. you. Maybe or they should. 
the f- one they need one martyr that gets just blown to smithereens. I read the, the, the carrot. <laughs> I read the, the the Jeju one. They walked around the base for over an hour before they were seen. Really? So there's this whole like national scandal now that so many bases right. are out of date, unpatrolled, CCTV doesn't work, you know, all these issues. That's the military government for you. <laughs> Slacking off. Slackers. Come on, do your job. Do you your have, job. Literally have one job. Stand well, there. <laughs> patrol Come on. defense. <laughs> yeah. Patrol defense properly. Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard, guys. Yeah. Keep the cars from being stolen. <laughs> it, it surprised me. It surprised me, though, because, I don't know, coming from the UK, when you look at those military bases, they always look scary. They do. And so to hear that people have been breaking in, that's my new story. <laughs> that just It just got me. But, you know, it's nice that of all the things you can do when you break into a military base, you're not stealing secrets. You're not trying to do... What was that Area 51 storming thing they tried to do a, oh, a month yeah. or two ago, right? They're not trying to discover secrets. They're just trying to get some good food. <laughs> it's amazing. The power of food, everyone. <laughs> so, Wow. I did not know that was happening. You didn't know that was happening? No. I'm not making it up. It now I kind of want... I want to go buy some black market vegetables now see how fucking good they are if someone's breaking into naval bases risk of getting shot because that's a real thing i mean maybe not in a lot of um bases but i had a friend you've met him mikhail okay he used to be on the front lines at the dmz and, really um they're one of the only places that let you carry live rounds so he wouldn't have like heavy artillery guns with live rounds in them and, uh, they gave Mikhail live rounds. Yeah, That's Mikhail terrifying. loves playing Call of Duty. By the way, <laughs> he's a huge Battleground fan. <laughs> Just the man you need. He's trained for that, you know. That's terrifying. <laughs> I'm not used to that. And uh, he would tell me these like stories about um, I don't know. They're kind of like they're a type of like antelope or some kind of like gazelle. They're called korani in Korean, and when they uh, scream or like whatever their sound is, uh, they sound like humans screaming. So it's like, ah! <laughs> and then you hear it at like two in the morning on patrol. You're like, what was that? Was that a North Korean person stepping on a mine? Like they, they will step on mines too. These antelopes, poor animals, they will get blown up because they're stepping on uh, old mines from the war. I want to ask our GCers, have you ever heard these animals? Maybe it's not the same one, but there's an animal in the GC forests or in the, the bracken and in the bushes. And it makes this, it makes that noise. I don't know if it's human. Sometimes it sounds dog-like. Sometimes it sounds sheep-like. Sometimes it sounds very human-like. I wonder whether they're just the living around the you know, like the back of the GC school areas or whatever. But late at night, you can sometimes hear this stuff. It's freaky, man. Like you really, it, it oh, makes yeah. you scared. Especially like, after playing Resident Evil with you at like two in the morning, going home by worst. myself. That's the worst. <laughs> They're like deer and all sorts of stuff. Like just like, you know. I saw one after the last time we had a um, Monday night football before the coronavirus shutdown right up on the traffic light, the traffic light that you're supposed to go slow at, but everyone speeds through because they think they're in a GTA game. (laughs) It's like a competition to go as fast as you can. It's like a drag race. You know where the counter is outside Branksom? Exactly. And everyone's like, you know, no, I've I've never seen anyone driving 
at the given it's, speed limit. I mean, come on, don't put don't put a digital speedometer there. It's like a challenge. Like, can you can you beat the other person's score? Like I, the school, the yellow school bus goes triple figures down there. Right? Yeah, it's like ridiculous. it's zero zero when it passes by. Zero zero, you win. <laughs> But anyway, just up there, I saw a deer the other day, right there, right stood there. It, it surprised me. I was like, oh, maybe with all this development, all the, you know, a lot of critics about JG development, uncensored, too too fast. There still seems to be a lot of wildlife around. Yeah. It's I'm, quite noisy. I like In that. a good way. Yeah, it is nice. I mean, I've seen a couple on the bridge and, you know, it's it's... It is scary when you're like driving or like biking by for okay. a second, and then, you know, I, you know, me, I'm a, like an animal person, so it's really kind of like beautiful at night. You just see this random animal just like chilling out. That's been a thing with uh, that's related to our next topic about the virus. Um, have you seen all those posts about the animals coming back out now that humans are staying indoors? I did see that. Yeah, it's really it's like there's like a picture of a bear like peeking into people's houses and there's like captions like, oh, just checking in, see if you guys are OK. I haven't seen you guys in a while. <laughs> Staying indoors. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> That's a good thing. It is good. I think you nature re-encroaching coming yeah. back again. I mean, yeah. it just shows you how bad people are for the earth. Oh, dear. That's true. Yeah. There was this quote. I think I told you about it before. Um People need the earth, but the earth does not need humans. And it's, it's so fast how Mother Earth will regenerate and go back to equilibrium after, you know, just a few days of people just not, you know, messing around with everything, causing yeah. pollution. And it's, I mean, it's kind of sad that the animals are, this is like the only chance or this is the only little window that we've seen them in COVID nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> like there's so a... it takes us to be totally <laughs> fucked up for them to have some exactly. happiness. Like human no. <laughs> human death is the only thing that people will wake up to. Maybe David Attenborough, you know the famous British uh, voiceover. Yeah, I do. Of, maybe he's like happy. He could be happy about COVID. Who knows David Attenborough? Is he happy? He's famous, right? Totally. Everyone Shout knows. out to David Attenborough. Everybody knows my him. boy. Do you know what? I saw a few of those pictures and videos too, like on the on the post and on the news, and and um, even people just saying like the air is super crisp. They were using they were using like really beautiful adjectives to describe the air. <laughs> it's like uh, that old post we saw about that gin tasting lady. It's like notes of straw. Like how the fuck do you know what straw tastes like? You're sucking on straw at home? What are you? <laughs> My, Don't stop my, being so pretentious. My air is arctically crisp today. <laughs> you live in downtown London. <laughs> Just less smog in the air. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It is nice, though. I mean, we don't notice that much in Jeju because Jeju is relatively chill to the rest of the world, even in Korea. Just an aside here. Anyone listening, tell us what you love about Jeju. Yeah. With Jeju, um, what's another word for Aficionados. a Jeju? A I like that. That's good. That's better than what I was going to say. What I was going to say Jeju lover, which sounds like a 70s <laughs> funk song. <laughs> That's a funk song coming up. I'll write one. <laughs> Jeju lover. Aficionado. Yeah. What do, you, what do you love about being here, especially during um, social distancing? Have you noticed any changes? Do you, like, do you think some things got better? Yeah. Like, 
Jeju is definitely a different environment to be social distancing. True. Yeah, a lot of people aren't. Oh, you were going to call me out on that. You were about to attack me on that earlier. Do you want to yeah, um, fight me now? There's some people not wearing masks. I mean, I understand if you're with your friends or at a bar or at a restaurant, you need to, you know, eat and stuff. But if you're going to crowded environments and, um, you know, I mean, the airport, of course. But Do you want to call people out publicly here and name and shame? Yeah, there is this one guy I saw at the grocery store. <laughs> he He was like, a, I would say, like in his 40s, he was like a dad. He had a mask on and he had this toddler, maybe like, you know, your daughter's age, like two, like a little kid, like one or two years old. Right. And the kid had no mask on. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, put the mask on your kid. Why are you? That's ma- wrong. That's Come on. crazy, right? I'll, maybe he's thinking, I'll be the one who has to drive you to hospital. <laughs> but it's not like an airplane, <laughs> like put the oxygen mask on yourself first. It's not, a, you know what I mean? It's not like the plane's crashing. <laughs> I mean, if you have masks, put them on your kids. They have weak immune systems. Okay, that's true. That's yeah. true. I, I get that. Yeah, Kevin doesn't wear masks either. <laughs> All right, call it out. <laughs> Name and shame me. I went through a phase, and I think everyone on Jeju can relate to this, that is when like they said, there's 40 people come from Seoul, or wherever they came from on the mainland. There's 40 people who've rocked up in Jeju, and they might have it. They're not tested. Everyone freaked out. Right. As you would. Yeah. People were like, oh my God, zombies are coming. Yeah. (laughs) It was scary. And then after they were all tested clear, everyone kind of returned to their normality. And I I noticed that people do wear masks, not to give their cold to other people. Totally cool. But yeah, Jeju vibe, wherever you go, you don't see people wearing the masks the the same way you see it on the mainland. No. Or the Jeju airport, which is just a scary place to go right now. Everyone. I mean, I I got back in, uh, what was it, late February? Even then, like this was before the virus hit like major countries and it was like a worldwide crazy thing. Like even people then were like covered up. They look like, you know, like the invisible man, you know what I mean? (laughs) They were like covered up. Lala went home in a hazmat suit. Really? Jenny bought her a hazmat suit off AliExpress. It was like $6. (laughs) It came in like rocket delivery. Shout out to Lala. Shout out to Lala in your hazmat suit. Good job. Lala, grandma, for those who don't speak Mandarin, left two weeks ago, did two weeks quarantine in a hotel in Shanghai by herself next to a cabbage field. Now she's gone back to Beijing. She's got to do two weeks again in Beijing in a hotel in a hometown. A full month in a hotel. A month. And there's other people, I'm sure, who've had to go through it. But um, yeah, in a hazmat suit, she looked baller. (laughs) She looks so scary and strong. I don't care who you are, how old you are. Hazmat suit makes you look terrifying. (laughs) It does. I mean... Oh, I wish you'd taken a picture of her with your Chinese cleaver. BB and Shishi were really scary. (laughs) With her Chinese knife. Uh, shout out to Chinese knives they are excellent if you don't own one you should go get one they're really heavy duty AliExpress I think uh, yeah AliExpress shout out to AliExpress Kevin loves AliExpress I've spent more money on AliExpress than probably any other shopping site or shop in my life purely because of quantity though like because their stuff isn't expensive no you save a lot on AliExpress the good thing about buying from AliExpress if you've never tried it guys is when you buy from it it takes usually a month or so to get here you kind of forget about it and then you get that nice surprise that you had as a kid when you get some mail you didn't expect yeah it's quite it's a great novel feeling to do drunk shopping shopping. yeah Yeah, true yeah 
you just you know you you know you're boozing with your friends you come back you have another extra one you sit down you know see what's on youtube what do i need today i need five <laughs> t-shirts of ron swanson <laughs> Oh my god! The amount of ridiculous T-shirts we own, thanks to Kevin's drunk shopping, and they're so good. You might have seen us around town wearing them. Um, yeah. If I'll- you'd like one, send in a request. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah, because it's like you have that. Like you said earlier, it's nice that you order something. Are you drunk? Yes. You probably won't remember shopping, but it comes like twenty days later, and then you're just like. Oh, it's like receiving a gift from yourself. This could say, weren't we going to talk about origins? We're talking about China here. Yeah, this is a good gateway to China. Are we going to do that? We should do that. We should do that. Because maybe people, you just said like people who might have seen us with t-shirts on, they might know you from your jobs here. They might know me from the school or something. They might not know either of us. Yeah. Uh, In in which case they're very lucky. (laughs) Yeah. I can think of some people that prefer not to. <laughs> I can think of a lot of people that would prefer not to know us. Uh, yeah, if you if you know us, we'll leave it up. We're there. sorry. <laughs> this is a public, Genuinely, a, this public is- apology. <laughs> public apology. Um, yeah. For everything. Yeah. Everything we did. Everything we do and everything we will ever do. That got dark really Sorry. Fast. I put my dark voice on. That was like a suicide speech. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay, origin. China. China. You, you shoot. You, you start the tail off. Because I think, I think it's good for you to kick it off. Yeah. Um, we both used to live in this small city in China. When did you get there? 2006 november okay so i got there 2005 or 6 around the fall i think yeah similar and we didn't really know each other back then um kevin used to teach at this how old were you i was 21 when i landed in china i think i was like a teenager okay 13 14 13 14 okay i was this pampered chubby uh, Asian kid from uh, Illinois <laughs> and I had no idea what was happening. I lived in China as a baby when I was like two or three and then I moved to the States when I was around five spent like seven years there um, moved back with my dad, just me and my dad because uh, I think my mom was taking care of my little brother. He was he'd like just been born. Okay. So they were staying in Korea for a few months so it was me and my dad, we moved to China, and I'm just hit by all of the smells in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I get off the plane, it's just like... Olfactory <laughs> overload. Just yeah. your nose is working out more than your eyes. Everything's on red. Everything's like, what is this? I'm used to like living next to like fucking like Burger Kings and McDonald's and like eating like crap food at the cafeteria every day. And then I get off the plane and land in China. It's like, what? I didn't know that smell existed. Or I didn't know that sound existed. Like, of course. I'm not talking trash about China. Like, if we ever do, it's out of love. Let's, let's, let's put that up as a, as a, head, a news headline. That's, that's the front page cover. We love China. We love China. Well, so anyone, 
Mao Zedong. <laughs> so I call my cat Mao Zedong. So really, yeah. Any 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 negativity comes from that. If you've you understand if you've lived in a place, and then you feel that you are entitled to those bragging rights or those insult rights that you get by becoming a local. That's yeah. what we have. Yeah, it's all love. But sometimes it, it we sounds can say a bit it. bad. We can say it. Not you. Don't go slagging off China if you haven't lived there. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Such such an arrogant position. Yeah. So um, back to the origin story. Um, I, I went to school there as a kid. Uh, we, we went to this international school called Yantai Yohua International Educational School. Yeah. Well remembered. You remembered your school name. Well done. Seven years of my life. <laughs> and uh, Kevin was a primary or middle school history teacher at that point. English and history years. English six. and history. Yeah. And this is when Kevin had a like, whole head full of hair. Oh yeah, he was you know thin, single, had a full head of hair. <laughs> Just your boy band dream. <laughs> You're the British dream. <laughs> Make your knees weak, ladies. Oh my god! <laughs> and guys, <laughs> China was shaking when I landed. You were on so many newspapers, so like, many newspapers, oh adverts, you and tell commercials. Yeah. Kevin's the British poster boy. I was a poster boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> you still are kind of. You yeah. were on LCS a few times. Yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. Funny stuff. In China, anything can happen. It's the Wild West. Yeah, I, I. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't like China when I first got there, and I'm sure you didn't. No, I did. Did you? We'll come to that. Why didn't you like it? I didn't like it because I was a pampered little mm. American chubby kid mm. who's used to eating pizza, mm. and, like everything being like, oh, you know, <laughs> like I grew up in a, um, what's that called? Like, kind of not quite posh suburbia. But, yeah, like a nice white neighborhood. Like, like Arrested Development cul-de-sac or exactly, something like that. Exactly. It was a little town called Buffalo Grove, and uh, it was like an hour south of Chicago. A lot of white people, you know, some minorities here and there, but it was uh, a majority of it was the typical like insurance commercial, you know, happy white families living in townhouses. We used to live in a townhouse. There was like a cul-de-sac and, you know. What's play- a townhouse? You mean a detached house? No, no, no. Townhouses are like, it's like a, you know, two floor house. Right. But it's connected to other houses. So it's like a beefed up apartment. Kind okay. Of. All right. Okay. It's like where, uh, it's like the HMs live. It's kind of like that, but right, they're all okay. stuck together. So we used to live in one of those. I went to like, a, you know, public elementary school. Grew up like that. You know, everything was kind of, I don't want to say spoon fed, but you know. My dad had a good job. My mom was at home taking care of me. You know, we went out, you know, do American things. And then back to China, it's like literally the polar opposite of totally. what I'm used to. That's why I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I can understand it might be uncomfortable. Your yeah, because I was like a little kid. Teenage rocking up. Yeah. yeah. So I come here and it was maybe one of the most traumatic things I'd gone through. Like I was put in a dormitory, Ouch. you know, people I didn't know, they spoke languages I didn't understand. 
And, you know, like growing up in that kind of environment, you go Welcome to, to Goldman House. <laughs> <laughs> you go to this jarring environment. And uh, as a kid, of course, you're going to reject it, you know. But over time, making friends and getting used to the school, started calling it home. Uh, I think China was probably, and I still think it is, one of the best experiences of my life. Like it probably changed and shaped who I am. And now, like you know, one of my favorite things to eat is Chinese food. You know, I'll I'll call you out if you start slagging off China. You know, I'll call you out. Like oh oh, tell me more about the time you lived in China. <laughs> and uh, China is such a great place to be. I think in your younger years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it thrives on the energy of young people. Yes, yeah. you start to accept weird. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. tolerance for normality has to take a rapid yeah. shift. I think that's where I learned to kind of. I don't want to say lower my expectations because that sounds like China has lower expectations. Open your expectations. Exactly. Don't say lower. Open. Yeah, yeah. I don't know myself. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I loved my time in, time in China. I still keep in touch with most of my friends. Yeah, true. Kevin knows a lot of them. They've come to Jeju. We've hung out. Wait, wait, wait! Explain why I know them. You got to oh, come right, on to right, that right. point. So back How to we that. met origins, dude. I was your <laughs> high school teacher. Kevin was my AS uh, English literature teacher. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was I was your teacher. I never taught you, but I was there. I worked in that school for five years. I met Jenny the first year I got to China, and then we moved to that town and got that job. And you know, I just got that job. I didn't have a teaching certificate; I just blagged it basically. And it was it was an all right job. It paid better than the other one the first year did. But it was a, a cool. I mean, the beach was just five minutes down the road from the school. It was less amazing. than five. It was yeah. like three hundred meters I lived away in front of the beach in an apartment. And and it was a really really cool up and coming place. I mean, it was a bit janky for its time, but it was under development and it was up and coming that was literally what it was called it was called kaifa tree and kaifa means development so develop it was called development, development zone development <laughs> yeah. district number three because when i told <laughs> I a number two <laughs> i remember telling my mom and dad i'm going back to china and they're like where are you going i'm like development district number three and they're like that doesn't sound nice and romantic i was like mm, we'll see kevin's we parents there. are really lovely classic british people <laughs> like from Colm. <laughs> from Colm. Colm. So if you've heard of Lancashire, Yorkshire, Manchester, um, maybe you've heard of Leeds and some other cities in, nor in the north, I'm from around that way. But when I got to China and I met you, you know, if we, if we focus this on origins and how we met, you were a high school student playing your guitar at a... We used to have what many schools do. is like, They call it International Day, where all the teachers and parents set up a booth and they like sell their national food. They represent their countries. They represent their countries, right? And they dress up in racist, stereotypical clothing. <laughs> so I dressed up as Mr. Bean. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you were busking. You were like making money for your I charity. Was. And I, I, was, I wasn't even on Korea. I was on Team... Um, you were on... Team Africa. <laughs> yeah, I think you were on... Where was Epi's Enoch from? Team. Were you from Cameroon? You were I from was, Cameroon. I was with them. I mean, it was a really... Um, I think he was from Ghana, so you were either Ghana, Ghana or Ghana. Cameroon. 
I mean, I think the school was just so like I danced like Mr. Bean on the stage because right? they just pulled all the African countries into one and they just Whatever. called it Africa. It's a continent. <laughs> Throw them all together. Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> like, it was only one of the biggest continents in the world. <laughs> it was a tokenistic attitude towards diversity. But whatever. It's 2007. The world is a very different place to what it is today, right? It is. It is. You could get away with a lot more there and you could be a lot freer in some ways. And today's a little bit maybe, you know, just a bit more sensitive about stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Maybe not. I, I definitely agree. I think that the fact that you and I still keep in touch with Epi, who's from Cameroon, <laughs> kind of shows it doesn't matter. And it's yeah, all that's cool. true. If there's a human connection, I mean, I think that's what it is. Like a lot of racism roots from personal experiences. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if, I don't know, if like if I'm in Korea, I'm, I'm Korean. If I lived in Korea and a Korean person robbed my house, I'd be like, oh, that dick. Right. But if like, I don't know. I'm a bad example because I've I've traveled and been around. But if like anyone had someone from I don't know like Southeast Asia broke break into their house in Korea, they'd be you're like, gonna hate on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. that, you're gonna turn into a racist if yeah. you're not like well. That's the good thing about China. Although Chinese people can have that attitude, the the place we were at the school was kind of non-racist. It was quite tolerant and quite cool and it was a, it people was a were mix, more fascinated it? than they were offended by other races because we were all kind of like oh this is the f literally like this is the first dude or lady i met from this kind of area so it was We'd really cool that constantly and if, if you if you disliked someone or thought they were a dick it was because they were a dick not oh, yeah. because they were from some other country <laughs> totally absolutely true like, and i remember you busking and i gave you some money yeah, you did a charity play. busk. I was yeah, playing Bob Marley songs, and, and he's not from Africa. <laughs> and then um, fast forward a, f a few times, and and there we are. You're my student, and yeah. So if we jump ahead years from that, because once I was your teacher, and then I left China, I went to England. How did it? Can you remember how did it come about that? we now hang out in the GC and, and we live in Jeju to get how I remember the gap it, there. Um, as I remember it as I think before you went to England or when you were in England, we kept in touch via email and Facebook every Origin once in a while. Story. Origin story. <laughs> Continuing. <laughs> how do you know your friends? It's a good radio voice. <laughs> but uh, we used to keep in touch and uh, Kevin uh, was having a hard time back in England because of many England. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of England. <laughs> Just leave it there. It's weird because you use the term fish out of water, but Kevin is a fish out of water in his own country. Yeah. Yeah, because... I, I, I'd accept that by now, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about, you know, this and that. And then I think at one point I jokingly said to you, hey, like, why don't you come to Korea? And then, at, like, random, we didn't talk for weeks. And then you just sent me a message like, hey, I'm moving to Jeju Bang. for a job. Life-changing. Jeju and for life. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like, first of all, how do you know about this island <laughs> that no one knows about <laughs> outside of Korea? And then uh, you actually started working here. You came up with um, Carolina. Right. You went on a shout out trip. to Carolina shout Dominguez to and yeah. anyone who knows Carolina Dominguez. <laughs> shout yeah. out. Me and Carolina, we went skiing. You went to Changwon. 
We went skiing. We were both awful. It was so painful. I hate skiing. If you like skiing, you must be good at it. If you're bad at it, it's just unforgivingly bad. I've never. Um, it's so horrible.、Before. It's like skateboarding, with the difficulty turned up to like extreme mode. It's like riding two skateboards. <laughs> But every time, even with the soft powdery snow, the next day it's just agony. It's like, why am I doing this? <laughs> But、I、yeah. look like Bambi on ice. I'm a six foot tall, <laughs> gangly. You know, it's not my forte. Yeah, like a giraffe drinking water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a giraffe drinking water. Get this guy off the slopes. He's an embarrassment. We're gonna start you off on the bunny slopes. I started off with the kids. The kids, they all just shot off to the ski lift, and I was just like, I can't go that far. <laughs> I didn't know that you didn't enjoy yourself at the slopes. We enjoyed it. But, But it was for very other、painful. reasons. Yeah, right. We enjoyed taking the kit off and just being like, "We're done with this for the day." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But um, you had a you had a flight back to Jeju in Incheon or Gimpo, and then you came down to Seoul, and then you hit me up and another guy named Harry, that、um, used to also be a student. Yo, Harry. Yeah, great goalkeeper.、We、scored. A, he scored a goal. He was a. He was a beast. He was a beast. He scored a goal from his own goal kick, <laughs> and won as a cup match. That's that、crazy. is beast. Like that. That's one of those things that ends up on like best goals of the coast century. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. <laughs> Harry, you personify coast to coast in your sporting achievements. Well played. Shout out to our own podcast, Coast to Coast. Coast to Coast. <laughs> Read out the email address again. Yeah. Come on, coast you should. Coastjju at gmail dot com. I think that's it. It's a regular plug. I'm gonna say that we should probably maybe come back to this and play a song. I have a feeling that we need to return to okay. our origin story.、Uh, what's our next song? We're gonna take a little break to、uh, give our listeners a chance to、uh, refresh themselves. Yeah, this is a really、uh, interesting、um, group called Kero Kero Benito.、Um, uh, Kevin's kids love. I do too. Them and yeah, they're they're great. You will. It might be a little weird to listen to it first, but accept it. That's what China's taught us. <laughs> Accept it. Nice. Accept this song. This song's called "Break" by Caracol Benito. Check their music out. They're really cool. And、um, this is "Break."
Hope everyone enjoyed their little break. Enjoyed that song. If you don't, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. It's supposed to be a friendly podcast. You're telling people. To uh, jog if you on. haven't noticed by now, this is not a kid-friendly podcast. We've had BB Shishi. You should not be listening to this. <laughs> Jenny, what are you doing? <laughs> and um, so uh, that's basically kind of how we met in Jeju. Going back to that story about. That's you and it. your ski trip. And uh, this is, uh, I mean, we've had so many fun adventures in Jeju. So we'll talk more about that in a separate episode. So that stay was, tuned for that. That was Origin Story Part 1. Part 1. Part 1. Part 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Coming soon. Soon to come. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so that was that. Uh, what were we going to do next? Well, I think we were going to talk about a little bit about the song and how people need to, at this time, learn a little from Caro Caro Bonito and keep it chill. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us forget. Regardless My family's of stressing the- their heads off. England's going crazy. People are losing their marbles. You know, just, okay, keep calm, keep chill. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think a lot of people forget, regardless of the virus, just to, you know, it's okay to take a break every once in a while. And if you Indeed. need it. Just chill out. Take a chill day and then have a more productive day thereafter. Consequences are not as bad as you think they will be. Mm-hmm. Unless you go fucking murdering people. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Taking your foot off the gas for a little while with Caro Caro Bonito. Yeah. And I think that leads into the great weather we've had and people going down to the beach and kicking it now. Summer's coming. Speaking of the beach, um, <laughs> if you haven't been down to Yup Jay Beach, that was so our cocky. favorite beach. No one's going to believe it. <laughs> I'm shouting it out right now. <laughs> Speaking of the beach, if you haven't been down to Hyopjae, please go there. It's our favorite Who beach. Who hasn't been to Hyopjae? Assholes. If, you, if you've not been... No, there's no one. There's, that's not even a sentence worth finishing. Everyone knows so? Hyopjae. Okay, unless you got here yesterday. Uh, or if we've got any people who might be listening who are on mainland. Some of our friends on mainland who've not been here in that's a while. True. Let's just remind or them of in Hyopjae. other countries. Shout yeah. out to Zimbabwe. Indeed. <laughs> I was thinking of Sophia, but you were thinking of Zimbabwe. <laughs> Who is Sophia? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, it's good to take a break every once in a while. Just take it easy. You know, have a cup of tea. Have a. We always. Um, I mean, Kevin and I have a record of. I don't know how to say it politely. Like. Where's this going? Drink, Criminality? Drinking. No, I'm not talking about our black market days, but... Okay. <laughs> that's in China. 
Yeah, that's fact. Yeah, we can't get into. I served. We've my said too we much. served our time. <laughs> we said too much. It was like a trailer park boys episode. <laughs> we ended up, you know where. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what the fuck was I talking about? You were talking about help, Jay. Oh goddamn! Your your train of thought is deteriorating. Is, You're a runaway more, train. The more drinks I have, <laughs> just oh, we're talking about it's too drinking. much sunshine. You got too much sun on Judgy today. It's fried you. Yeah, I guess. Um, but Kevin and I have a good record of drinking, and uh, I would say we're semi-pros now. And the thing about that is uh, you got to hydrate. Team hydrate. Team hydrate. You Team hydrate. Hydrate. Yeah. Team. My, my boy back in. <laughs> my, uh, my, one of my best friends back in uh, Illinois um, when I was a little kid uh, taught me this. And he's like, Team hydrate. What's that? Like in the middle of a drinking party, you just what say, is team hydrate? To those who don't know or care or are too stupid, yeah. If you're not hydrating, come on, you're you're not. You're is there too. a ratio? Is there a rule? You came up with a rule. Did I? Um, <laughs> this one is for just, one. This just one? shows you how Was much you even drink. <laughs> Was that the one for one? Did I? <laughs> mm, really? <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, a pint of beer or a pint of alcohol for. Uh, pint of water yeah if you want to if you want to be on your um best uh best morning after yeah team hydrate team hydrate if you don't if you're gunning for it ditch team hydrate go crazy go wild yeah you're gonna feel like garbage the next day <laughs> but if, you know, if you if you're listening to this and you know you remember this conversation between us um uh, go out of your way help your friends out during a drinking section just yell out, Team Hydrate. Team Hydrate. And then everyone, you know, slugs down a you know, cup of water. Yeah, everyone's always, like, you know, everyone's gunning when they have a social to... Well, not everyone, but too many people are always gunning to, like, stitch each other up or push it to the limit, party hard. Team Hydrate needs to make an appearance because he's going to help. Hydrating is party. There you go. Quote Andrew WK 2020. <laughs> if you don't know who Andrew WK is, go check him out and you will be happy you did. Andrew WK is basically our religion. Yeah, I mean, some, I don't people, wanna, some I don't people believe in Jesus. Some people believe in party. <laughs> I love how you compared Andrew WK to what, the biggest religion in the world. <laughs> we have our own Jesus. <laughs> He's called Andrew. Yeah, Andrew WK is great. We'll play one of his songs uh, in another episode. Listen, you- speaking of Team Hydrate, we're going to talk about a super 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 place that everyone's probably heard of a few people will visit i know for a fact that a few of my neighbors and a few of my friends they go there and they know this place but there's a lot of people who've probably driven past it a thousand times and never go so why don't you introduce josie's bottle shop bang josie's bottle shop i mean not a sponsor hopefully one day but um Kevin and I have a... Kindred spirit. Kin- I was going to say running bet about who's going to marry her first. <laughs> me. So, me. Fuck you. <laughs> it's going to be me. Okay. Anyone out there better know that, you know, you put pictures on your walls of your loved ones. Well, I've got a picture of me, the family, and above that is a picture of me and Josie. So Sean is stepping where he... He's out of his element here. Okay. <laughs> Josie's Bottle Shop, uh, I think, when was it? It was one of my first few trips to Jeju um, on one of my holidays. And uh, how did you find that place? 
I mean, it's right there on the main street. You you can't miss it, to be honest. But I don't remember the first time I so went biking, in and chatted maybe? to Josie. I mean, it must have just been one of those things. Oh, I'm checking this place out. But I mean, guys, Josie, you got to go down. You got you got to go and meet her and see what's up and take your take your not. There's something there for everybody. There's something within everybody's remit. And just take even your, kids. There's, yeah. she sells ice cream. Oh my goodness. Not only does she sell ice cream, take your family down, chill in the caravan and play some board games. Just have a day out. Yeah. She has a caravan that you can uh, reserve in advance unless you're platinum VIPs like us. <laughs> but uh, there's a caravan, there's a tasting room where she will walk you through the beers that you like, that you've picked out or she recommends to you. And uh, you have a little tasting session. It's a really nice experience. Craft beer is a thing Kevin and I love, but we started out on, you know, beer that we wouldn't drink today. I'm not saying it's terrible, but, you know, we yeah. used to do days where we would just drink quality over quantity. No insults to anyone who on what they like, but... Unless you like Cass. If you like Cass... <laughs> This is this is not worth discussing. Stop listening right Stop. now. <laughs> we do not want to ever see you, hear from you, or discover your identity. I, I've cycled past the cast factory on Jeju many, many times. And every time I cycle past, I encourage m all my fellow cyclists to give that place the middle finger. Because that is a Satan spawn factory. It's disgusting. Anyway, sorry. If, if you like cast, I'm being a snob. Let's move on. Get back to Josie's. And if you go down to Josie's, you might be overwhelmed. I know a lot of people would be overwhelmed. Where to begin? Where to begin? So we want to give you some advice today. This is a segment we're, we're calling uh, how to survive in a bottle shop. How to survive in a bottle shop. And specifically, this applies to you going down and supporting a local store and a legend. Legend. Absolute legend. And if you don't know her yet, then I kind of envy you because you're about to get that experience it's like when you discover an album for the first time you're right like, wow if you know our pro tips because i remember the first time i went i mean this happens to everyone even my friends that i recommend josie's bottle shop too um she can come off a bit cold okay mm i don't think you have that because you have that like you're a poster boy but thank you <laughs> To most Check me out. I've got quite a back catalog. <laughs> Obscure <laughs> newspaper clippings from 2007, Yentai. <laughs> no one cycles with the farmers like me. <laughs> but um, Josie is known to have, and I've, met, I've experienced it myself, to give the cold shoulder to most customers. Oh, okay. Especially if they're not snobs. Oh. So, I mean, you've probably never seen this side of her. But I've heard of it. But I never saw it. She'll 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 pull a Ron Swanson on you. She'll be like, "Oh, I don't remember your name." Oh, you know what that I mean? hurts. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, you're Sean. I, I remember getting that a few times. Like, oh, you're Kevin's friend. And then uh, we went there. She is responsible for so many parties we've had. Josie, be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she told me the reason why she does it is because a lot of people will walk into her shop thinking it's like a tourist trap. And it's their way of filtering customers. Okay. Like, okay, you're coming in here looking for Cass. You're not getting my service. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Is it worth explaining that... Was Josie sommelier or like... 
her she's not just an enthusiast right like she professionally she, experienced in this professionally field. experienced right. her importer used to be a wine importer slash sommelier i think and then he's moved on to beer and then they they get um really really good craft brews from all around the world um a lot of them right now recently have been from within mainland korea and a lot of microbreweries in korea have been popping up we've had some by craft bros some really good ones yeah um shout out to craft bros wonder woman or what was it oh the wonder woman the superman from craft bros we never read the label so i can't tell you the name i I did i I think it's got super superman and wonder woman are the product names i don't think that's right but is it not right i don't think so oh dang it's some kind of new england ipa it's called a super ipa or something or there's a picture of wonder woman on it josie will know you go up to her um ask her about that that's a really great beer if you like um really kind of bright hoppy beers um so back to uh survival tips in the bottle shop uh, if she gives you the cold shoulder, first of all, you should mention our names, Ford and Kevin. Yeah, I'm wanking myself off here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. It works though. It does works. It? It I does. guess it's like I guess it's a bit of a speakeasy move where you're like, okay, I know the it's the password. Ta 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 ta. I know the you know the J Rock door opening move, right? Okay, maybe maybe that'll help. But yeah, it does help. I've told my friends. And I've no maybe mention Sean's name, not mine, because Sean has less hate. <laughs> <laughs> Moving but, on, yeah. If you mention a tall British bald guy or a Korean long-haired dude named Sean, she will kind of open up, and then that's when you want to kind of, uh, I would say, be comfortable. Don't try to be snobby because she will call you out on it, and she will not treat you with any respect. I, I'm never snobby. Whenever I go in... Be my, honest. My strategy is just, Josie, hit me up. Yeah. You you know me. You know what I want. But I remember when I was first going in there, it is tricky because you're surrounded by so many options. So it's many It's like beers. a restaurant with a menu of 30 pages. And yeah. Gordon Ramsay hates that. Most people hate that, right? But Gordon Ramsay's a dick. I, I'm just, he just <laughs> popped into my head when I said menu. That's all. He likes Cass. He's the poster oh, boy for Cass. him. <laughs> Sorry, that's the first time I swore in the entire podcast. You made me swear because of Gordon Ramsay. Sorry, mom. But if you've seen Gordon Ramsay, what a shill. Get out. He got on the paper if for serving. If you support serving. Cass, oh yeah. my goodness. No, come on. Gordon, we know you're Get your lying. shit together, you sellout. <laughs> so angry. So when I go into Josie's, you need to you need to entrust yourself to someone's expertise, which isn't particularly comforting because you you're you're spending your money. You, you're probably going to go in there, and if you want to walk out with a six pack of high quality stuff, you're paying thirty to fifty. Yeah, and for most, I think for and most that's people, her kind of mid range. I think that we need to address the elephant in the room. I think for a lot of people, they don't go there because they think it's too expensive and right, they think right, they're going right. to spend too much money. And the good thing about Josie's Bottle Shop is she has a whole range cheap to premium yeah it'll start out six seven thousand and then it can go up to a hundred two hundred dollars for a bottle yeah like she has the premium stuff in the back like she's not worried about selling that you don't have to go in feeling obligated to buy like the poshest beer in her shop like if you're honest and candid tell her what you like yeah Uh, today i want to have a 
I'm on the beach with my friends. Here's a good example, right? This is going to be you guys listening over the next few weeks, especially as we're all going to be here for summer, for better or for worse, in sickness and in you health. You better stay. We're going to see you, all our friends and family and neighbors for the next six weeks in Jeju Hyop because that's where everybody goes. So you got to hip Josie up and keep this business alive because she might suffer from the tourists and we don't want to lose her. But whatever, when you go in, tell her, hey, I want a sweet beer. I want a stouty beer i like this or that or whatever you say i want a Rattler. give her reference points yeah tell her what you like and she'll put together for you like a chef a package and she'll give you recommendation on what order to drink it in how yeah. to drink it with your buddies and if you are fortunate enough to go into the caravan and do that that's even more fun because you can eat snacks with her and have some games so advice for me is quite simple go in open mind and say hey here's what i like where do i go from here yeah if you're new to the craft beer scene be honest about it don't be like oh i may have something from like this one place and like she will know yeah she knows all she's the breweries had enough beer she she's runs legend. on she's like duracell on beer true like i drank with her to like five in the morning once i visited her the next day she looked like she didn't do anything the night before. What are those um, cryo chambers? Maybe she sleeps in a... Josie, are <laughs> you like from Mr. the future? Trees from Batman? <laughs> She's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? She, she, she's, she's a great person once you get to know her. I think we should mention here, too, that we are plugging Josie first in all of the places we could have maybe mentioned today because it's suitable it's apt sunny weather's coming but there's a big love for josie and everything she does and there who is. she is and we we want to pass on our thanks and gratitude there but also we want to going forward maybe give a shout out to other places too that mean something to us and have enhanced our lives and experiences here on jeju so if you can think of one or if you are the proprietor, the owner of one, give us a give us a shout out, and we'll see if we can get you on our show and give you. Yeah, a shout out too. if you want to plug your thing, um, give us a ring. Give us a ring. Definitely. If you're shit, we won't. Sorry, I swore again. <laughs> Damn, that's the second time. I encourage it. You've swore. <laughs> okay, we talked about kimchi jjigae. That's probably like number three or four. If you're counting the kimchi jjigae, I think that faded after the. Carol, Carol, you want Manita, me to start so plugging it again? I want to know how many times you swore today because I think you're, <laughs> you've got a really dirty mouth. <laughs> that was weirdly suggestive with the way you said that. No, I mean you cursed too much. You've got a dirty mouth. <laughs> oh dear. This is becoming highly uncomfortable. I'm in an enclosed space. I'm going. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, we'll talk more about Josie and our adventures with Josie later in other episodes. But um, be sure to check her out. She's um, yes. on the main road on Yelp J. Opposite Paris Baguette. Exactly. Next can't to the miss car it. park. Yeah. Next to right Cafe Comma. Yeah. Kevin knows exactly where it is. If you want, I'll send you a Strava pin. You can cycle there. <laughs> and stop riding your motorbikes on Strava. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, so I think that about uh, wraps up our <laughs> first episode for uh, the Coast to Coast podcast. Again, I'm Sean, and this is my sibling from another kindling, 
Kevin Hill. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Get it right. If you're going to do a sign-off, let's let's put it right. I'm the regional manager. You're the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> well, I think that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've given me the giggles. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> said that. And uh, we have a special treat for everyone within the GEC. If you're listening from afar, maybe you wait, won't get it. Wait, are you... Are you? Yeah. It's You're the, dropping this? The final... To the world? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I barely play this for anyone except my very close friends, but this is an original song that I wrote about the GC, about Kevin and I partying. It's called Run GEC. And uh, yeah, I hope it makes your day better. <laughs> wow. Yeah, do people in the house. Come on, come on, come on now. You know we sippin' juice up in the GEC. Josie got us covered down by the beach. Sunscreen on and I'm back on the scene. Earth, wind, and fire shit, turn it up, B. Rolling in the front mobile, spreading the love. Anywhere we go, we just bringin' the funk. KC, sunshine, baby, give it up. Drinking margaritas, yeah, we living it up. Now everybody moving, getting to the doing. Proving to this motherfucking party, I'm approving. Don't care where you've been, long as he was proving. You can shake that booty like an ass revolution. All night, no conclusion. Letting loose to the rhythm without constitution. Got a smile on your face and a drink in your hand. By the end of the night, we gon' be good friends. Everybody gon' have a good time. Everybody go and put him up high Everybody sing Everybody Let me sing hear you sing We gon' keep this party going all night Everybody go I'ma take you to school Learn how to party, not act a fool Chill out, relax, go hang by the pool Turn up the boombox, play it cool Take me to the place that I love the most KB Hills, one hell of a host Help J Udo, coast to coast I've seen it all, don't mean to boast Jeju is the place to be There's just no room for negativity Sir, can I get a beer? Make that three Get more buzz than a bumblebee Yeah, there ain't no stopping The bottle popping And the party don't stop Cause the beat's still dropping Have a little fun, son Underneath the sun Ain't no better place to get sand on your buns, hun Everybody gon' have a good time Everybody going put him up high
If y'all got herpes, don't come to the fucking party, bitch. That was Run GEC by me. Y'all got beeping herpes, don't come to the beeping party. Oh, come Beep. on, you can swear. No, you, I, I'm censoring myself. You, you and your twisted ending there. Beautiful song. Nobody saw that extra line coming. Nobody. But seriously, if you have herpes, don't come to the party. You're not welcome at all. I love that song. I love that song. It's so enthusiastic, energetic, and it... Anyone who lives in GC can feel that song. I, I hope so. I hope so. Because I was a little, you know, self-conscious about that song, which is the reason why okay. I only play it for people when I'm drunk or if they're really close friends. Okay. But, I mean, your kids know the lyrics to the song. They do know the lyrics to the song. Yeah. I mean, you know, if your kids are learning rap lyrics about the GC, yeah. you're probably parenting quite well. If they don't know rap lyrics about the Self GC, plug. step up, step up, play, download that song and play it on repeat in your car like you should. But oh. delete the last line because you don't want your kids to hear that. No, they should be educated early. No, too, too early, too early, too early. I want to say that that song is very, very special to me. I, I seriously really, really love that song. It Thank just is it was one of those tracks that just elevates you. If you're feeling whatever you're feeling, you hear that song, you're gonna be feeling better. Nineties feel good hip hop. How Pure. can you go wrong? How can you go wrong? You can't go wrong. <laughs> can't. So it's it's what we used to call a banger. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Simon Sausages. Hey oh <laughs> I mean a hit. A classic track. So we're going to end our segment here, right? Yeah, the that's the segment. Wrap for Sorry, our... segment. Bad word choice. But we're going to end here by... Segment sausages. Yeah. We're going to end here Kidding. by saying a lot of positive thank yous to a bunch of people and thanking you, first of all, if you have stayed with us from the start until the end. Well done. You are a saint of patience. So thank you for listening to us and everything and nothing we had to say. <laughs> the show about nothing. A show about nothing. <laughs> if you don't know who Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David are, go educate yourself right now. Yeah. You will not be sad. Season 10, Curb Your Enthusiasm is currently streaming on HBO. <laughs> that was way too cocked and loaded. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just in my head. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Who shall we say thank you to first? You know, like any novelist or any director, there's always a thanks. So I would say I, let's cheesy celebrate as it our is. first one. Yeah, but come on. Cheesy, cheesy as cheesy, it cheesy, is. Cheesy, but thank our listeners first. Cheesy, cheesy, easy peasy. Let's say thank you. Listeners, boom. Yeah. Let's and give a big shout out to our man, Raf. Oh, yeah. Raf had his birthday yesterday. If yeah. you don't know Raf, just look at Christ the Redeemer and now you know Raf. <laughs> He is the Jesus of the GC, the kindest, most saintly man in the world. Happy birthday, Raf. Belated happy birthday because yeah. it was yesterday. Jokes aside, I will say Raf is one of the kindest, most chilled out people I've ever met in my life. People know. And if they don't He's know... He's my Xanax. <laughs> Raf, there you go. The Xanax of humankind. You know what, Raf? You could product that. You could you can mass market that. So happy birthday to Raf. And, yeah. And who do you want to say thank you to? You got any people in mind? Uh, I want to say thank you to um, the people that made this podcast possible in not a sponsorship way, but, you know, Kevin and I have known each other for a while, but... Are you thanking me? I mean, is this where this is going? <laughs> Keep going. I love it. I'm just going to turn my recorder on. 
<laughs> Thanks to Josie for uh, no, you were thanking me before. No, 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 no. we're gonna go back to Josie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josie. <laughs> Interrupting my thanks. No, but um, if we're being serious, I do want to thank Kevin for um, co-hosting the show, which has been way more enjoyable, if that's a word. <laughs> He's an English teacher. He's staring at me funny. <laughs> you just failed. <laughs> you were my teacher. Enjoyful. So. <laughs> Enjoyful. Enjoyable. And yeah. Yeah. It was, way more, it was way more fun than we anticipated it would be. It was. Yeah. I really enjoyed it too. So thank you to my co-host, Sean. This was a lot of fun. It was fun. Awesome. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Nice. <laughs> well played. So that's, uh, that's our first episode. Stay tuned for more of our podcast. We will keep you updated on our Facebook page, on our YouTube channel. And that's it. We're just thanking each other and Raf. You want to thank anyone else? I don't know, don't you? <laughs> it just seems a bit egotistical that we end the show by thanking each other. <laughs> I mean, we could end, we, <laughs> we could end thank it there. Thank you to uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. No, wait. We, Rest sorry, in we peace, thank, Maurice White. <laughs> we thank the listeners. We did thank you. We did, yeah. We thank Raf. Happy yeah. birthday. And then we thanked each other. I just thought, I thought you'd have had a longer... Usually people thank I'm a few more I'm saving it for people. other episodes. You're keeping it in the bank. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that because I can't think of anyone. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're like that person who gives a speech. And thank you to everybody else. I want to thank God. <laughs> we know that's not true. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for tuning in and we will see you hopefully next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.